0: You've tuned in to localjobnetwork.com radio, and you're listening to the LJN Radio Quad, where our radio hosts gather to share their thoughts, ideas, and perspectives on all topics employment-related. I'm Azure Mahara, and joining me in the Quad today is Jacqueline Peterson. Hello. Carly Rubach. Hello. And Lynn Molitor. Good day. I wanted to start off today's show by giving some advice to our listeners who may be married or dating someone in the workplace. Some people recommend to stay clear of the situation while others do it and maintain their professionalism. I'm curious, um, how can a couple maintain their professionalism and work in the same place?
1: Um, you know, I think that, I think because, I just want to take a step back. I think because when you are working, you tend to spend more time with people in the office. So I think it's natural to build relationships with people and to, Absolutely. Um, I don't know, you're just, you're spending most of your day with people you work yes. with. So I think that that happens probably more often than, than we hear about. But I think as long as you're professional and you don't let your um, personal issues, I don't know, maybe you're fighting that day or whatever, as long as that doesn't uh, interfere with production and, and meetings and stuff, I think it's fine. Yeah, I, I would have to say that it, And all the
0: couples that I've known that have worked together or been married and worked together, um, they I would never know when they were fighting, if they were fighting, you know, I would have no idea. And I've always admired couples that did that because obviously if you're irritated with that person and you have to now spend the day or go to a meeting with multiple people and that person, and you never even let on that there's a hint of attitude or, (laughs) I'm sure we've all been in an an argument in a relationship. So if you're not letting any of that on, I mean, that's, that's very professional in itself.
2: And I feel like the the size of the office can lend to how you deal with something like that because if it's a small office you can't really get away from your That's significant true. other. Uh-huh. Um, whereas a larger office you might you know be able to separate yourself for most of the day and I, I know someone very close to me who dates somebody they work with but they work in this big office and she says she doesn't even really see him during the day so
3: and they work in different departments so I think that can help.
0: Yeah, different departments can be key. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, so this is actually a topic I can relate to since um, at my previous employer, I met my spouse, my current spouse, but we actually didn't even meet in the office. We worked at a large company, though. We did work in the same department. um, So our chances of interacting were very minimal, but we really made it a point to, you know, Our goal was, you couldn't really tell that we were married. Uh, We had the same last name, so people knew. Um, There were, uh, where we had worked, there actually were a lot of people who were married to each other. It was such a large company, and we did spend most of our time there. So, uh, I mean, it happened. Uh, Often, Uh, but there were some people that spent like all their free time together, you know, you'd see them walking in in the morning, they had lunch together, they left work together, you know, they just, you know, it was almost like too much. And our goal was, we both wanted to have our own careers there apart. You know, we didn't want to be the couple. We wanted, you know, to right. do our own thing, so and we didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. So, mm-hmm. did I you ever have trying. to handle
1: challenges of like little tiffs? Did you ever? Experience? Oh sure. <laughs> how, did, how did you All handle already, that? Yes. <laughs> well, the good
3: thing was we didn't really, you know, we like didn't even sit on the same floor. Um, that helped. That you know, back in the email day. You know, or we actually did have a very crude um, IM system back in the day. You know, and there was you just didn't like respond. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. then you got caught up in your day. So we actually, we actually did okay. Um, one of the keys for us, though, for our relationship was we uh, we didn't carpool together. I would think that would be. We needed time away. (laughs) (laughs) So at the time, he had a parking spot attached to the building. So I had to go skedaddle and look for my own parking. That's not
1: fair. (laughs) I know.
0: But all these years later, (laughs) (laughs) you did. You did
1: something right. You guys are still married, (laughs) right? Yeah.
0: So, Lynn, you never, um, like, if you did happen to go to lunch together, you guys wouldn't walk out holding hands or doing anything (laughs) like that?
3: (laughs) Yeah, no. I would say that would definitely be a no-no. I wouldn't even think of going there.
0: I think we also have to be careful, too, even if you're not dating somebody that actually works with you, but let's say you do meet your significant other for lunch um, and – you know, you're, you're being a little bit affectionate kissing or, you know, anything like that outside of our, the workplace or, you know, they walk you into your workplace. Um, you just have to, I think, be careful in general. Like, even if you don't work with a person, I think it's just professional to keep that, keep that separate, keep it at home. Yeah, I think so.
3: I think just for everybody, mm-hmm, yeah. but I do think you have to keep in mind your coworkers. I really, you know, I think that's key. And the whole dating, I was lucky. I mean, I dated him, and then we got married, so we didn't break up. <laughs> <laughs> I but can't can <laughs> even
0: imagine dating someone and then breaking up. And then Trauma. having to see them, yeah. When, um, what are your guys' thoughts about dating somebody that is in the same department?
1: I think it's sort of the same thing. You know, it's the way I sort of equate it is to, like, you know, the holidays are always, like, stressful. And me and my husband always get in some sort of argument right before we're going to somebody's yes. house. And then you go there for the, for the first right. hour and you're pretending to be all happy. And really, you just want to right. like
0: throw snow at them, right? You're just in the other room, just like
1: <laughs> yeah. staring. But there you arrive, all chipper and, you know. So I would think it would be, I, I don't know because I obviously don't work with my spouse, but I suspect it would be somewhat similar where if you have a little tiff, you just put on a smile, you pretend like everything is great, and then it sort of dissipates like Lynn said. Yeah. Over as the day carries on and you're getting you sort of entrenched in what you're working on, um, it just sort of kind of goes away and you've had time to cool down. So I that that's how I, I – again, I, I don't know. I've never done it, but that's how I suspect it would go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think um, our listeners should be aware, too, that if, if you do work in the same department, a lot of places will, if you do, end up getting married – um, ask that some person, one of the, the parties That's of the true. relationship, hmm. yeah. moves to a different company or a different department or something like that because obvious reasons of conflict of, of that interest. That would be a hard
2: conversation to figure out who has to move. Right.
3: <laughs> That's a good point though, Azure, because I think there are companies that do that. And in, in some cases, it actually, I think, helps a couple too. Right. Because it just gets to be too close.
0: Well, and I think too, you know, it just helps if, if, uh, if let's say I was married to somebody that I worked with and they got promoted and then there was a, their job was up for, you know, somebody else to get promoted into that. And then let's say it was me, ever, the rest of the team is going to think, oh, it's just because they're married, you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. I want to have my own growth in my career personally, you know, based on my, my, um, yeah your own quality, your own <laughs> yeah, merit., yeah. Yeah, your own merit. Right. actually, yeah, that
3: did happen to us. Um, my spouse did get promoted, and then he was in a situation where you know, I was up for promotion and he was, you know one of the managers of the department. Uh-huh. and he had to uh, excuse himself from the discussion. And
0: he couldn't tell me I was up for
3: promotion. Also,
0: well, and it sounds like you have some good tips for our listeners in um, that are dating anybody in the workplace and kind of how to maintain their professional attitude. Which brings us to our next topic, which is your day-to-day attitude in the workplace and how it can be affecting your personal growth or the growth of others around you. Um, I know that in in my in my career so far, I've actually um, worked with somebody that. Was very negative day to day, and it made it really hard for me to come to work and be really pumped up about hitting a goal or getting something accomplished, um, because I just knew that the counterpart that I was working with was very, um, you know, just very pessimistic and and didn't have a lot of positive energy. And I also watched how that stopped this person from growing in the company because. Um, this person had a just a bad attitude all around and management was not impressed by that. So I just wanted to, to kind of go over that for our listeners. And, you know, maybe someone's not aware that they are being that person and they're super negative every day or um, making others miserable around them. So what are some tips that we can give for listeners that may be um, negative or to a, a coworker that you want to kind of pep up? So can I um, jump in first, sure.
3: Azure? Did you ever call her out I for did. being a
0: negative I asked person? Um, the person to go to lunch with me one day Oh, and um, treated the person to lunch and just said, hey, there was something that I wanted to talk to you about. You know, like this really um, bothers me when I hit this goal and your counter argument is way to make me look bad, you know, and I was like that, Ooh. you know, like that doesn't help. And I look at us as a team and, you know, so it was kind of, you know, I had that talk with the person and that improved, um, but the overall... Just attitude about everything you know you can't sometimes you just can't fix that in someone you know if oh. they just look at life as the glass is half empty you oh, know it's, it's really hard um, but I think that if that person would have taken some time to just breathe and then like okay like focus on my response to um, you know uh, something that's being said to me, or even if it was in our morning stand-up meeting. You know, hey, can you get this done today? There was always an excuse, or well, you know, I'm just gonna have a really busy day, and you know, just yeah, you know what, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick buck today, and I'm gonna get mm-hmm. that done for you. You know, it's just having a little bit of a different demeanor, I guess, would have would have really helped that person go a long way. Oh.
1: I think, you know, I think that's a hard one, especially if you're peers, like if you're a manager telling your direct report, like, listen, something's going on and you need to, you know, sort of figure it out. Is there something I can do to help you? I think that's easier than if you're a peer with someone and you're on the same team and you're trying to say, whoa. Yeah. Um, in either case, though, I think the, in my opinion, and I think what works for me, um, you know, obviously I'm a manager, so I, you know, I can approach that person and ask what's going on. But also if it's like perpetual and you're starting to recognize that maybe this is just who they are and that, like you said, there's really no changing. They just always see the glass half empty. I use a lot of humor. So when someone says something negative, rather than calling them out and being like, oh, my gosh, you're so negative all the time. Jeez, blah, 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 and start nagging. I usually do the opposite. And I do it consciously like, wow, that was really, you know you know, and I sort of make it a well, point. you're in a good mood today. Right. <laughs> yeah. I sort of make it a point to be like, wow, like you need to take a step back and like look at yourself because you're being really negative. But rather than harping on them and, and nagging them about how they're impacting my mood or yeah. someone else's mood, I'll just use humor and then I'll sort of move away from the situation because we're human and we tend to mirror each other's personalities. right? And so when you come home and you're talking to your spouse and he's in a bad mood, I mean, listen yeah. to yourself. Normally you're like, you might come home all chipper, but then you come home and you're like, what's wrong? Like you yeah. tend to like lower what's wrong? What was mm-hmm. your day like? That's no different in the right. workplace. Someone's being cranky and you're like, you know, great, here we go. So then you're sort of like, well, what, you know, what's your deal? Um, I just think you have to For me, humor works, and then I just remove myself because I don't have time for it. Right.
2: Yeah, I think it's important to just along the same lines use positivity. If they're being negative, all you can really do is try to turn it around and just be positive. And maybe they'll pick up on it. Maybe they won't. But at least you're doing what you can, and you can remove yourself from the situation then. Um, But, yeah,
3: that's tricky. Yeah, kindness. Kill them with kindness. Right. I hate to say that, but sometimes that's you know, true. that's the only only thing you have.
0: Yeah, and, and I just think that if you are a listener, if you are one of our listeners that does you're th- hearing this and being like, oh, I'm kind of kind of a negative person at work. If you are negative at work every day because you don't like your job, then find a different job. I'm not saying that, that it's that's an easy step to do, but somebody else that you're working with might love their job. And having to deal with somebody that doesn't like their job and doesn't want to be there every day and it it is negative, you know, you're not making that day any easier for the people around you. And, you know, just take a step back and realize that your attitude isn't just affecting your own personal growth, but it's affecting the people around you. And, you know, your, your camaraderie with the team is just that is it's just going to go downhill. So mm-hmm.
1: I agree with you. though. I just want to say that because I heard someone say this the other day, because we spend most of our time at work with each other, you should like what you do. Yes. Right. And people yes. say that like, oh, well, it's my job. No, you should like what you do. You should go to work in the morning and not hate getting up to go to work. Right. If you wake up in the morning and you're dreading going in, take Azure's point. You need yeah. to look for something else. Right, and it's we're, not the right fit. And I'm not talking about the people
0: that are like, oh, it's Sunday, and it's Sunday night, and I, you know, like, cause <laughs> you know, know I think, right, because you're they know what we're talking about. They know. I think that's normal for everyone to be like, oh, oh my yeah. weekend's over. You and know, it may but, not
1: even be the wrong job. Maybe it's the wrong company. Right, culture yeah. plays a big picture. So just take. I think Azure just said it perfectly. If if you're waking up in the morning and you hate going in, find a different company to work for. Right. It's not the right one. So cut out your bad attitude. And (laughs) we're going to talk
0: about something else you should cut out. Jacqueline?
1: Yeah, the fluff. (laughs) So I... You know, we were – was it a couple – or last week or a couple weeks ago, my team and I, we were working on some pretty big projects, and things were just not jiving. Do you ever have that time where you're just mm -hmm. like, things are just not jiving? And poor Carly, she got the brunt of it. I called her, and I'm like, Carly, I don't know what this (laughs) looks like. Let's just do this, that, the other. And I was just sort of wondering – Sometimes when you're working on a deadline, because in in the communications department we work on a bunch of deadlines. Things have to go to production. Things have to get you know done asap. You're working with different departments. You're collaborating, and sometimes you have meetings you know together. And then sometimes you bring in the other person when you need to bring them in and whatever. So um, sometimes you have to kind of pull together. And sometimes you just have to cut the fat and just get to the point yes. and be like, okay, this is what we're doing. I'm pulling the trigger. I'm calling the shots. We've sort of played with this all week. I don't like the way that's going here's what I think we should do, blah, blah, blah. So I guess what I want to know is any tips that you guys can share for our job seekers who are listening that have experienced situations like this. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Obviously, I'm not always like that. (laughs) (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, Carly. No, no. (laughs) But did you take your personal and what did you learn from that experience? Well, just recently,
0: um, I know that me and the person that I report to, um, we're working on a pretty big project that has a deadline. And, um, she actually took me aside at one point and I thought that this was fantastic, um, as a manager for her to do this and said, Hey, I can't, we, we have no time or space to deal with any like back and forth or let's discuss this. If I need something from you, I'm not going to normally, you know, she'd be like, Hey, Azure, do you think you can get this done at this time? You know, said, I'm not going to do, I'm going to say, I need this and I need this by this date and that's it, like I'm cutting out all the fluff. Like there's no, you know, and it's a little bit different than what you're talking about, but it's basically the same thing. You know, she didn't want anything, um, to come up or come in between that. And she stressed the importance of it. And it was really great because I was like, okay, that thank you for letting me know, you know, it made me when she did start saying things a little bit more demanding it, I didn't take it that way. And, um, it really helped our team, you know, for our team to work together well and, um, get get to the point of the matter. And I just think that if you are a manager and you are in a situation where you can't deal with any fluff and you have to do with that, let your team know, you know, yeah. just, it might be that simple, like, hey, we, I can't deal with this, you know, on, on something else where we might be able to have a little bit more of an open discussion or, um, you know, talk about this. Nope, right now we need to get to the point. So I think that that really helped as a team member.
2: And I think the It sounds like the delivery was probably important and how you took that because I I can be sensitive sometimes. (laughs) I can take things personally because I just always want to know that, like, I'm doing okay. But I think it's important just if you're being direct, it doesn't mean you're being negative or mean. You're just – got to get it done. And by prefacing – by your manager prefacing it that way, like, I would be able to take that fine, you know. Right.
0: And that's, that's, I guess, what my tip was, you know, just – Maybe mm-hmm. maybe let your team know that you're you're in that position and you need to so that right. you don't hurt feelings. Yeah. Or, and not even if Sorry, you're worried Carly, about if I hurt your feelings. <laughs> no, never, never. <laughs> you might not be worried about hurting their feelings. I just think that, you know, it just helps the morale of the team. It helps right. everyone be on the same page. So Yeah.
3: I see, Carly, I actually am one of those sensitive people too. <laughs> but I'm sensitive when I it happens to me and I'm right. also sensitive when I have to do it. But oftentimes, the situation may present itself that you don't really have time to pull someone aside. And, you know, I've kind of learned over the years. I mean, it wasn't easy at the Mm -hmm. beginning when, you know, my boss just didn't have time. But what I learned was they have a lot of other things going on that I didn't have a clue about, you know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, they come zooming into your cube saying, I have a meeting in 15 minutes and I need this and you have to give it to me. You know, and there's no fluff, there's no mentoring, (laughs) you know. And, you know, again, it was a hard lesson to learn, Mm -hmm. but I've just kind of learned. And then, unfortunately, I find that I do that sometimes myself, too. And, again, you know, maybe you have a chance to follow up with the person later. But I think um, it depends, too, on how you approach it, you know, after the fact. If uh, your team sees, like, oh, you know. Like Lynn is back to normal now. So the stress stress must be a lead.
1: It was like it sort of was an anomaly situation that just occurred. And that's sort of how we were working last week or a couple weeks ago. We were working on this flyer and it was just not jiving. We just couldn't figure it out. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Carly, (laughs) you're project manager. Yep. Figure it out. Here's (laughs) what I think you should do. And it and it worked. It came out yeah. you you and you and uh, she was collaborating with marketing. And it ended up working out really well. Um, but I hope I hope I came back to normal and I was <laughs> fine. Well, that. yeah,
2: and I mean it's the workplace, so you should expect that to a certain extent too. You should expect that you know you're going to be direct with each other because everybody's trying to get something done. So you yeah. can't be right. overly sensitive.
0: And I think um, even cutting out the fluff, you can take it to the the same level of if you're going to go to your manager, hey, I came across this issue or this you know problem that we need to fix. Come with a solution right away too. Yes. And you know that'll help cut out some of that fluff in there too. Like okay, well let's sit down and figure this out. Like I already have it figured out when you go in there.
1: Exactly. Don't come to me with a problem. Come with me to a solution. With a solution. That's what right. Azure says all the time. And I 100 <laughs> percent agree. And Lynn, you brought up a good point about y- y- managers having other stuff that they're working on you have zero clue about, that's exactly true. It's not like I'm, you know, just sitting in my at my desk just waiting. Waiting. To, <laughs> waiting. No, I have many more things that I'm working on that you may not even have a clue about. So I'm glad you pointed that out for all those managers out there who have right. direct reports. Yeah. So thank you. <laughs>
0: All right, so get to the point and and try to make sure that you're communicating with your team and letting them know what's going on. Um, But let's end on a lighter note and talk about birthday celebrations in the workplace. Carly, why don't you kick us off?
2: Um, Yeah, so this is something that is new to me. I never really came from a workplace where we celebrated birthdays or work anniversaries, which we do here because it's a bigger company. And so my only reference to this is pop culture. And I always think of, Seinfeld, where um, Elaine works in a large office, and there's birthdays like all the time, <laughs> and she calls it like forced socializing, and she hates it, and she tries <laughs> to escape. But so I'm just interested in what you guys think about um, the, you know, atten- how do you give everybody the same amount of attention? How do you respect people's privacy if they don't want their birthday celebrated? How do you I deal with will it?
1: start. I absolutely
0: <laughs> hate, <an> it. Opinion. <laughs> hate it. Just opinion.
1: Hate it every bit of it i absolutely do not like it in the slightest and actually i you can call me elaine because when i used to be on the second floor we used we used to have that because we had so many people in that department And I'm not kidding. I was donating money every week, I felt like, for Uh. somebody's birthday, somebody's anniversary. And then I worked a different schedule. So then someone would have to spot me. And then I would come in and I would, you know, oh, I forgot to bring you cash. And so it was just a mess. So when I used to work in um, the other department, I proposed that we went from birthdays and anniversaries just to anniversaries. So then we had done that for many, many years, and then I moved to a new department. And then this year, I totally didn't think about birthdays at all. You guys, for my birthday, my birthday was in um, January, totally caught me off guard. I had zero clue that that was gonna happen. I was so caught off guard. And then and then I was thinking like oh man now we're gonna, now I'm gonna have to do everyone's birthday and anniversaries. <laughs> but then I said you know what no I don't have to I'm just doing anniversaries. So I sent out an email was it like a couple <laughs> weeks or last week that I said we're not doing birthdays we're only doing anniversaries. My anniversary will be this year obviously and we don't need to celebrate it because we already celebrated my birthday. <laughs> I'm just giving everyone a so they out. get a pass. Yeah, <laughs> well, Jacqueline has some strong opinions on that.
0: Um, I I personally I don't mind but I also um, to Jacqueline's point, work on a smaller team. I do have to say that I am with her, though, on doing anniversaries or birthdays. And if I had to pick, I would pick the anniversary just because the anniversary has to do with work. Mm-hmm. And it it is something that you should celebrate. You know, you, you have helped our team for three or four years or whatever it is, you know, 10 years. Um, and I think that that's, that's an accomplishment that you want your work to recognize because all your loved ones are going to recognize your birthday, mm-hmm. not anybody else is going to be like, hey, Azure, I wanted to give you a call because I know it's your work anniversary <laughs> today. <laughs> and, and I
1: should back up. I agree. For work, I shouldn't say I hate it like that. I just meant, like, I don't like having the attention on me and all that stuff. I don't like to be the center of attention. But for, for work anniversaries, I 100% think that they those should be celebrated by the team. I don't care who organizes, but it should be acknowledged. Right, right. I, I, I absolutely agree.
3: Yeah, my background with birthdays is – um, it was always the birthday person who had to bring in birthday treats, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you just like birthday treats, you know, in in my cube and then, you know, people would stop in. So it was kind of, you know, it was low key and it was all dependent on um, whether or not you brought in treats because if you didn't bring in treats, chances are, you know, it Nobody could kind of go... Go quiet. That's so, what I would do. So that's <laughs> that was the culture I was used to, and I kind of liked it. It got a little more crazy here. Um, it's interesting though. At my where my sister works, they actually bring in. They have like a schedule, and then they bring in treat, birthday treats for you know, the person, like, before them or after them uh, hmm. when it's their birthday. So, in effect, she doesn't have to bring in treats for her birthday. Someone else will bring in treats for her birthday, and then she'll bring it in for a co-worker. So, again, a little different twist. Yeah. We did celebrate milestone birthdays big, though. I mean, we would decorate cubes you know, for 30, 40, 50, and we would do something a lot more around that. So that, that kind of threw me here because I'm like, what about the milestone
0: birthday? <laughs> See, I, I like to celebrate life, so I'm okay with all the occasions <laughs> celebrating. Bring me in birthday treats if it's your birthday. <laughs> I will eat them. That's fantastic.
3: <laughs> I do like here that they celebrate the work anniversary by – um you know, anyone who's not a department had their manager will send out, um, an anniversary message and I actually, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have known that. I would have tried to implement that at my former place, uh, cause work anniversaries were, I mean, it wasn't again, only like a milestone, like, uh, five, 10 years, right. you actually got a gift. Um, those were a little more vocal, but that they were still kind of low-key. We definitely highlight that here, and I think that's a nice thing because it is work-related.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That pretty much wraps us up today, and our time is up. Listeners, if you have any suggestions on topics you would like to hear discussed in the quad, please send us a message at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. For Jacqueline Peterson, Carly Rubach, and Lynn Molitor, I'm Azure Mahara. Thanks for listening.